Hey, and welcome to the Rugby Report Card for another week. An exciting week in rugby. We found out lots of things in the Rugby Championship. So welcome. You're with Blake, James. Yep. And Richard. All right. Feel much better this week. Uh, the flu has removed itself from the system and am functioning, functioning uh, quite well. Only quite well? Quite well. Just quite well. But Cheers I, for the medical update. Yeah. Uh, and you won. And Australia won. Surely that must make you feel better. It does. Yeah, yeah. convincingly too. Mm, yeah. I'm never in it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think um, as Australian fans, we've, we've turned into Pommy fans in the last two years. Successful? And we're so used to whinging. Successful? <laughs> we're so used to whinging that um, it's kind of a weird feeling now. It was actually a pretty good performance. It was good. I can't take this. You, you, your boys are positive. What's going on? It's weird, isn't it? It'd be nice this week. Yeah. I, I, surely, surely. Nice shirt, Richard. Thanks, man. Nobody can see it, Jim. It's a podcast, mate. It's how you feel that matters. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, surely you're going to moan about something, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. Plenty. Okay. The sure. Bockies. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, fuck Dire Straits there. Oh, shall we start with them, shall we? Start with the 57 top? nil. Do you know what, what made me When really... was the last time you saw an international team held to naught? Yeah. To naught, man. Zero. I would have taken a penalty in the 79th just so it didn't read nor. Oh, no, you wouldn't. I would have. I would no, have. You're you not going to win the game, mate. You'd win it for pride. Oh, but it's just. Um, I, I, I How can you it... cheer naught on? You can't. No. If you're a Bocky fan, you can cheer three on. You can't. You can't cheer You three. can't cheer naught on. You can't no. cheer three on. I'm not taking the three, mate. Would you take the three? Yeah, probably. <laughs> you got to hit off naught, don't you? Because it's a stats when you reflect back on your career, you're like how many times we held to naught. Either way, you're the Bucky team. So you're the greatest go... ever lost to yeah, New Zealand. Yeah, I was about to say. Horrible loss. But they were fucking in fine form. Yeah, they were. Yeah. They, they... But it's a sad... It's <laughs> really like, a tough day for anyone. If you think about South Africa over the years, the thing that made South Africa great was lots of things, yes, but set piece was the thing that... that where they always functioned extremely well. Scrummage well, line-out functioned really well. But I have to pay, you know, kudos to New Zealand, yes, because their, their defensive line-out worked brilliantly yesterday. Um, but I just thought it was just both scrummaging and line-out was, was atrocious. Atrocious. The big questions to come out of this one, and really the, the question you've got to ask yourself, were, is this the first time New Zealand have fired this season? Like, everything's worked, they've fired on all cylinders, all their set piece was moving, everyone was in fine form, or are the Bockies fucking shit and they haven't really made inroads since last year? And who have they beaten since then? Argentina, France, B, um, and yeah, they had a half-decent performance against a very inconsistent mm. Australia last week. But the problem they have is their attack is, is as we said last week, is, is non-existent. And as much as they had a lot of the ball yesterday, they, they never looked like anything doing anything with it. And they kicked the ball a hell of a lot aimlessly, I thought, at times. But the problem is is that they, they won those previous games by winning it up front and winning it even with their dynamic back three and um, back row. It just was never going to happen yesterday. No, they, just got, they got destroyed literally everywhere. Mm. But I think where they stamped most out of sorts is um, out wide. Their wingers are awful. They're just confused, man. Raymond Rule didn't know he, what day he it was. He can't even be... Mate, he shouldn't be playing your local Oztag team. No. He's terrible. No. He's not worth the red jack. Uh, and and is, Ruin, is Ruin Combrink actually injured right now, or is he just not in there? I don't know, man. I don't know what's going on there. Yeah, I don't know what's going on there either. You smiled as if you do know. Well... <laughs> There's a system in play. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Um, He's a hunter, isn't he? 
I'm, I'm going away from that. So, what, <laughs> <laughs> what, but it's also if we're staying on the backs, and it's it's Jesse Creel as well. Like, what He's is he doing? Shit, at, what is he doing at thirteen? Uh, this is just rinse and repeating everything we've said thus far, though. Jesse yeah. Creel, yeah, the centers, the center, yeah. Centers aren't up to it. They're not up to it, especially when Sonny's running at you, and then you got Crotty who's back running at you, the other one. And, and they're uh, just not up to it. Uh, what's what's Who God do? I I appreciate there's injuries and stuff, but what is, like how is Who God getting in that team? I don't know. What is he also defending out on that wing for that one uh, uh, for the crossfield kick at time? You're one of the shortest guys, mate. What are you doing? Just being lazy. Are they the worst coach side yes. in international rugby? Yes. I don't know if that we can. I know they lost fifty-seven nil, but. We can't just hang a massive shit as if they're the worst team in the world right now. Because this is in no. New Zealand. And give them, they fucking started in uh, South Africa, correct? And then you're they right. went to Argentina. Then they went to Perth. Now they've gone over to New Zealand. Like, and, that's fucked, man. And you're right. The Sydney test against the All Blacks could have been this scoreline. Mm. In terms of conceding, Australia did concede this many. We just got some back. Um, and fall back in that second half. Yeah, and through them switching off. Yeah, yeah. So this is just New Zealand not switching off. So you're right. And I guess that's that's the nature of a podcast, isn't it? You're reactionary to the events that took place this weekend. Mm. So you always speak in extremes. But it's undeniable it's their biggest ever loss in the history of their nation. And it comes off the back of um, the, the test match in Durban, I think it was last year, where they also considered 50-odd points against the, the All Blacks. So it is it's it is comparable to what what they were last year to this year. Yeah. At least they scored 15 last year. And yeah. they're supposed... You can cheer on 15. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. They're supposed to be no, three. the top three teams in the world always. I think that's what frustrated me about yesterday's game. I went into yesterday's game excited about watching this game. Yeah, and too. I don't mean it disrespectfully to, to the Argentina-Australia game, but this was the game that I was looking forward to watching. And it just wasn't... Like they threw away, like they turned down some points. Don't get me wrong, it, but it was just, it's just disappointing. I wanted it to be close, like that high intensity, like that Lions series, and it just. So went. I didn't not enjoy it. I actually loved it. I really enjoyed watching New Zealand get the ball and thinking, "Holy shit, what are they going to do now? <laughs> what crazy shit they're going to conjure?" Because they next. were actually playing touch football. Mm. Like that, it was insane. And where I felt sorry for the Bockies is they were hitting them fairly hard. And not going anywhere. It was irrelevant because yeah. they'd already offloaded or yeah. done some freakish yeah. pop pass. Aaron Smith's pace at the back end of a ruck is fucking unmatched. Unmatched. And it makes such a difference. So quick. Mm. And I have to say, we talk about, obviously, South Africa going hard at the breakdown. I think we have to pay, pay um, mention to Sam Kane. I thought he was That's his best game I reckon I've ever seen him have in you a know, black he, jersey. He jackled, he got around the pitch, he tackled. Right? He shut down a lot of their big ball runners. Jackled and tackled. Yeah, absolutely. Jackled and tackled. I like that. I like that too. There it's you nice. go. That's yeah. nice. Uh, Yuani, I tell you what, earlier this year we were saying, well, is he up to it? Can you pick him? The young guy, the lines are going to test yep. him. Right now, uh, best winger in the world? You fucking say that everywhere. You just pick I a position yeah. and say best in the world. How good is he? Not that there's no argument. but Throw a name up. Who you got better than him? Who's harder to tackle than him? I would counter that with only the fact that he is playing on the back of a back line that is very good right now and if you put say for another winger from another country on the end of that back line would they equally look good because they're playing they've got you know Crotty I don't know if they would but where I think he might struggle is say a kicking paradise in a mm. wet game in, in mm. the north I think he suits a dry track mm. and a fast a fast team so, and in those circumstances could be the hardest bite to tackle yeah and then let's be honest when we looked at him when he played the Lions that while ago he wasn't the best winger in the world then. He still did a few freakishly oh, individual me, things. Uh, absolutely, yeah. yeah. Just, he's a very good player. Very, very good player. 
Uh, what do we actually think? We said at the beginning of this year that McKenzie was has not been picked. Maybe he's not test match quality. And is he growing into his his role? He, I, I find he is getting better. He's making better decisions, but he's still still making errors. Yeah. You know, and um, maybe they're including that in their game plan now that McKenzie's accountable for at least two mistakes <laughs> because they seem to recover better this week than they did last week. I'd say one thing he did really well the other day actually with uh, last night actually, which you see him do for uh, for the Chiefs, but not as much he went to actually counter-attack there was a kick, poor kick from someone he went to counter-attack and instead he stopped and he absolutely saw Scotian I think it was was complete out of position and pinged it mm. right down into the bottom corner and I think in the Super Rugby game he runs that back more often than not but Just I think the same kick. yeah mate I reckon he's always been up to it I reckon he is and he probably just needs a little bit of time yeah. he's phenomenal he's so good at attack mm. um Again, it's a hard game to make these sorts of judgments, though. It's the type of game that suits him, Bowden Barrett, Yuani, you know, that hurricane style of frenetic rugby. Mm. The games where he's going to struggle, McKenzie, is when the All Blacks are down by three and he's fielding high balls uh, and needing to kick a lot because it's wet. Yeah. That's where the question marks come in. And I guess we just didn't see that. Last night was his perfect storm. Mm. That game was made for McKenzie. Um, but I do love him and Barrett linking up when Barrett goes to fullback and Mackenzie goes to the wing. That is just so much firepower with those two linking up out there. Now, if you've got everybody fit and available for the All Blacks right now, if you look at their back line, if we would deal with the forwards in a second, but if you look at their back line, really, is that is that their first choice other than Ben Smith coming in from Mackenzie at the back? Is that their first choice back line right now? Dag? Dag's close. I don't think he's in over Ioane or Milner Scudder. That's what I'm asking. Yeah. Him. Very close. Ben Smith, yeah, I think he comes in. Tell you what, for me, the only one is Sonny Bill has not fired this season. Oh, he had a, his best game last night. But yeah. he couldn't play but who well couldn't? in that team. Yeah. When you oh, win 57 now. the line last night. And I don't think he... I think Leonard Brown was heaps better when he was on. And you know what? what uh, how'd you feel if you're Henri Pollard this morning? Come back, not play for a while. He got bumped off. <laughs> he got max. Oh, my gosh. Cronje would have made that. The old man. Old man Cronje. Um, what do we think about the, uh, the, the set of forwards? You know, we talk about it each week, and there's no point going through, obviously, second oh, just dominance. Just, and I think this one showed me how much they miss Carl's in the yeah. Lions series. Yeah. Just absolute set-piece dominance. Oh, absolutely. The, Lion, the the Springboks really did miss Yako. Yako Creel. Mm-hmm. They just didn't have someone who was jackling and tackling. Like, um, but yeah, Someone also who jackals and tackles is Warren Whiteley at times as well. I think he's a big loss for the... Yeah, yeah for the, for Kasim the or whatever. Well. Your time's done, yeah, man. Yeah. yeah. But it's interesting that for the... Uh, for the All Blacks, they've got obviously the two newish props, you know, Haynes and uh, Lua Lua. Dominated yeah. yesterday. Great Dominated. way to just come into the into the team. And, and even. Uh, Ofer came on and scored. Yeah. scored and he looked very good as well. So, oh, just fantastic. It's thing. just that the systems work in their yeah. country. You know, when it's time to step up, there's peeps stepping up. It'd be interesting to see how the All Blacks go over the next, because their next three games are obviously all away from home. They've now got to do the travel, because most of their games have all gone. They've got an unfair run, and it happens every year. Yeah. It's crazy. Like, to even this thing up, send them to Argentina via Berlin for an exhibition game, back to Perth, then to South Africa. But you could argue the same thing with Australia, though. I know Perth's a little further away, but you could argue the same thing. Could you not? You definitely could. Yeah, but we. I think the problem for Australia is we face the beast, which is the All Blacks. We don't get to build any confidence. Could if you we say, have a game like that Argentina game under our belt... Could you play the devil's advocate and say it's the best chance, time to play them, the first game? No, nah, because I don't think we're ready. 
Did, I think, I, and I did don't we think lose to Scotland, pro- men? We could have lost to Argentina round one easily. You're saying we've got. I'm better. saying those initial battles with the All Blacks make us a better team when it comes to playing Argentina. But possibly, I think the other way though. I think it's just too hard out of the gate to play mm. that beast, especially when our Super Rugby teams have been demoralised. Mm. You, oh, need yeah. to, you need to round rebuild one, some Round confidence. one was always going to be horrific. Yeah, you need some confidence builders, and we need a few games. Enjoyed going to the win. game, though. I enjoyed going to the game. Round one was horrific. I enjoyed going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Except for the result. <laughs> Did you go to the game? Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Right, try, try, Come on, Jim. Keep up. I think concerning science of South Africa is... They were trounced fucking everywhere. Mm. We thought they'd show up at the breakdown, didn't. We thought their set piece would be parody or better. It's the worst wasn't. I've seen Marks throw. Like even at yeah. the super rugby level, he yeah. hits his jumpers. He overthrew. It's just what happens when you're at naught, you know. He hits them if they've got three, three points. Really? 100. Oh, okay. They do. It's a confidence thing. They're embarrassed. Really? Yeah. Okay. You know, somewhere in South Africa right now, there are three lads sitting down to a podcast absolutely hanging in shit <laughs> on the 1 to 23. Really? Yeah. Needs to be hung, but. Yeah. you sure we haven't got the niche on that niche market? No? I don't feel like I've reserved the right to shit on their team because I'm, I'm not upset about it. And we drew them. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, that's sad. Yeah. Are you excited about that? So they're basically a team that's just lost 57-0. He obviously is going to want to make an impact next week. He wants to done a comeback. And, two weeks. Two weeks. So mm-hmm. come back and, you know, uh, really with vigour and verb. Who are they playing again, sorry? Yeah, it sucks. Isn't it? <laughs> well, they got us and the Blacks at home, so it's going yeah. to be a big... But it's sort it's of time work, to step up. It works either way, mate. Yeah. They have to step up to get some pride back in that jersey. They were winning their fans back, and then they just did a shit in the middle of the field. Yeah. For the whole world to see. Yeah. And again, I'm going to repeat myself, but I don't know. They need to sort their back line out somehow. My problem is... Who? The whole... Everything failed. Yeah, but even in previous games, at least their forwards have set a really good platform and they've got over the game line. Set pieces work well. Like, that was atrocious yesterday, but at least they've done that well. In previous games, in in this again, their backs were just terrible. They weren't Mm. creating anything. It's hard to comment on because they did nothing to comment on. Yeah. They had a bit of ball, though. Yeah, they had a... And they just passing it behind the players. They never had territory. That's the one thing that no, New Zealand fucking made. They did. I think they did. Just New Zealand just smashed them. What's the stats say, stat man? <laughs> the stats suggest that even in uh, a time in opponent's half, 45% of the game was um, there in the Kiwi half. With Kiwi's hand in ball. Ball in hand, sorry. Jesus, not the other way around. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jim. <laughs> Uh, Mate, dire straits to South Africa, and this is the performance we've been waiting for from New Zealand. Mm. Um, it was fun to watch. Knew they're capable. Yeah, and, and I think I, I said it last week, which is this is the New Zealand time more so than ever side that can destroy a team. Oh, yeah. Even their better sides in past eras didn't put teams away like this. They only did it in the last 15. And this New Zealand side soon Harlem Globetrotter shit in the first 10. Yeah. There was one period where I think it was I only went down one of the wings and he was clearly going out and he flicked it into someone else who then flicked it off to someone else who just yeah. and it was just suddenly went over the other side. I'm like, yeah. this is ridiculous. Yeah, it's impressive. It's cool to say. Yeah, like I, I who knows how long till we see a side like this again mm. that is doing this stuff at international rugby. Mm. It's very cool. It's it's awesome to watch. Don't yeah. get me wrong, and I loved watching the thing, but I just wanted it to be a bit closer. I'm I'm not gonna lie. What was the try of the match for you? It's got to be Nehe and Barrett, doesn't it? That was insane. 
Yeah, I mean, it's a flick pass. I do that shit down in Ostag all the time. Oh. Right, I've seen you do that, too. Exactly. Like, like, it's a great try, don't get me wrong, oh. on a great stage. Just neither of us catch up with you to do the Melna Scudder bit, yeah? Yeah. I actually like the one where... Um, I actually you, like... Ro- you only broke the line. Broke the line, Dan Coles. Yeah, that's what I was going to say, the retarded that, that, track. I think that was my favourite. I liked um, right at the end, Leonard Brown. Just the bump. Bumper! Yeah. Yeah. Straight through. That was a great inside ball to top along it, too. Mm. It's just shit like that. How's you know? it your bench doing that? But Makes do you ever? I don't ever imagine either of our nations that the, the Retallic try. It was from a restart, I think it was. And he, he's just seen a mismatch. Gone. Bosch inside of Coles. Outside of Coles, inside of Retallic. Neither, both of us would have probably just crashed it up, recycled it, kicked. Yeah, we've cleared out. We've cleared out. Yeah. Mm. We've done mm. the basic. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. This is very rare to see a side like this. Yeah. But, you know, on some weeks it doesn't work for them. They were losing at halftime to Argentina. They were losing at halftime to us. They didn't win the Lions series. Yeah. They haven't had an amazing season. They just, when they put it together, forget it. Yeah. Just Thanks. forget it. Thanks for coming. Yeah. yeah. And um, Bowden Barrett even had his kicking boots on yesterday, so it yeah, all went well. Yeah. It's so interesting, kickers' confidence. Foley was the same. Couldn't miss. Yeah. Couldn't miss when it wasn't close. Couldn't, and then when he tried. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Put us in a close game, Bart. Jesus. Yeah, thanks for... Kissed thanks, his mate. left foot. Mm. Fucking hell, 57 nil, man. What the fuck? That's crazy. <laughs> crazy. All right, let's get... You want to kick on to the next? Yeah. The old Wallabies v the Pumas. Jim. Playing for the very creative Puma Cup, by the way. Very creative. Yeah, oh, very, yeah. Very creative. very creative. And, you know, the history of that cup goes way, way mm, back. It's yeah, worth I'm a lot. Sure. Sure. I've actually really showed up. never heard of it until yesterday. <laughs> until five seconds ago, yeah. eh? <laughs> <laughs> um, look, at James, great to, steal, in, uh... to steal your phrase, game of two hearts. Really, that, really was. Is, is Once again, game? there's not a creative uh, creation. <laughs> no. It's one that's been going. It was really a game of two halves. The, the first half was really frustrating for the Wallaby fans. But I think that's just because we're so used to being cynical. We should have been patient. This is an Argentina side know, that has showed up. You're used to being you're cynical? No. <laughs> well, this is an Argentina side that has showed up every first half of this competition. Mm. So we shouldn't have expected otherwise. And they showed up in the first half. And like always... Their bench is dog shit, their discipline is dog shit, and they're not fit enough or it's the travel. They capitulate in the second half. Oh, definitely. And, and I guess we should have had faith that that was going to happen. But I just so didn't. Hard I just didn't faith. until no. it was happening. So hard. So what do, if you actually look at the whole game collectively rather than it being a game of two halves, um, what, are the, what are the positives? Because let's be positive first. What are the positives that you want to take out of the game? Um, at but, times, Hannigan we were shit, man. <laughs> just straight in there. <laughs> He's so uh, fucking He can't shit. carry. He's just not physically up to it. You need your 6 2 B. It's uh, just that you can't avoid it anymore. Can, can we address the issue? Can I just say, didn't, weren't we going to start off positive? No, no, we'll get to that. Changed it. Okay. Um, and what All kills right. me with Hannigan is when you see him next to another forward. He knows he is so shit at clearing out that he's thinking, come on, Ned, clear out. Come on, Ned, you've got this. And then they try and offload to him, but he goes, oh, fuck! (laughs) Because he just did not expect the ball coming. Every drop ball was that. Him staring at the breakdown and how to be ineffective. Or missed tackles. Yeah. And, I mean, you feel sorry for the kid. Baptism of fire. He shouldn't be playing. He shouldn't be be playing. He's as quick as the second rower. He's as small as a halfback in terms of the way he carries his weight. Useless at the breakdown. I'll give it. He's got cardio and he's good on the line out. Yeah, he gets lifted in the line out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. gets Can up. He? Yeah. And what I see is Checker looked at last year, our line out sucked. 
we need to cure the line out because last year it was Pocock, Hooper, and then wrestling someone, someone yeah. short. Mm. So he's gone a second rower at six in Hannigan. Lineouts function. Fair play to you. Check out problem solved. But the problem at what cost, mate? And also the fact is Pilotta now, who's your first choice, obviously hooker at the moment, it's still his lineout throwing is still not great anyway. It's not it's not horrendous. Uh, granted, it's not international standard, but I don't think it's as bad as we think. It's like kicking with him. You just don't know. If he has a bad day, he has a bad day. True. It's um, a good day, it's it's an alright day. Yeah, Hannigan's fair income not up to it. No. Not even close. Do you reckon they'll blood him out through the rest of the series? That's the thing, though. What does it do to his confidence if you hook him now? No, yeah, nothing. It shouldn't do anything. The dude has no ego. But playing devil's advocate, if you hook him now, that's going to also do... That's what I'm saying. Yeah, but, it, if you, but if you keep him in the team, then he's consistently going to... Just get slammed. So that's going to knock him either. It's that it's the, you're caught between the devil and the deep blue mm. sea, which is worse. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, that's a lot better than that Riley one. Oh, <laughs> that was very nice. The devil in the deep blue sea, Richard. Very nice. No, well, very you know. nice. All oh, right. Matches your eyes. Oh, Jim. Oh. <laughs> All right, boys. <laughs> um, yeah, look, it's tough. And my concern is Checker wants the replacement to be Dempsey, who played well. Better. He played any, better. Anyone could have played well then. He didn't have a good enough Super Rugby season to merit selection. Yeah, yeah but the problem is, if you look at the Tars, though, um, Hannigan plays second row for the Tars, and Dempsey plays in the back row. Yeah. But why does it have to be a Tar? <laughs> That's true. checker, true. isn't it? Yeah, that's true. Like uh, Ross Haler-Petty. Yeah. Farty shouldn't have let him go. We've said that a thousand times. Yeah, Hannigan. Oh, not Hannigan. Higginbotham. Jesus Christ, not Hannigan. Fuck me. You're right, champ. <laughs> yeah, look, I honestly think if you play him, confidence is going to go down, especially if he listens to us. And if <laughs> he you definitely don't, doesn't. Does and not if you don't play him, I reckon, yeah, it'll take a hit, but it'll be good for him. He's still young enough. To be like, look, you're just not there yet. You've got to work for it. All right, sweet. He hits the gym tomorrow. But the problem is, his mentor, and this is what they said on the TV last night. Do you know who his mentor is? Do you know? I'll keep hearing the Rocky Elsom analogies. No, do you know who his mentor is? He's being mentored right now by D-Mum. Fuck me. That's a joke. That's a That's dead serious what they said on the TV last night. That's incredible. Are you serious? I'm being serious. He's being mentored by D-Mum right now. Is that in his contracting? I don't know. But that's 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 what they said on the t- TV Jesus last night. Christ. That is like learning to bowl off Steve Harmison. He's your mentor. What were your first three? He balls didn't like that, did he? He didn't like that. He didn't like that. Steve Harmison was rubbish, mate, and you, and you know, know it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's bad. But Dean Mum, he's been in. He, I don't know how good his advice is. But um, he's played some games himself. Let's not rule out an entire not career. Well. Not well. Let's not rule out an entire career <laughs> on the last two years. Yeah, he played very well for the Exeter Chiefs. I'm, when I'm he trying played to the remember the years prior to that, Jim, and no performance is coming, coming to mind. Again, I don't know. Played, the, played... the highlights package of him storming down the sideline against yeah. Argentina last year. Yeah. All right. Um, no, that's. I'm very concerned about Hannigan. That's very, very concerning. What was really, really pleasing, and let us just enjoy it. Let's not discredit it by saying, well, it's just Argentina. A fucking a scrum that was dominant, that led to a yellow, no, led to a try. I, I'm, no, I'm not. It's just uh, that. No, Argentina- fuck you, man. I've waited my whole life for this performance. <laughs> How, do you I'm enjoying it. How do you reckon you'd mentor Hannigan? You just bully him, like push him around. You would. Just to you be would a, bully Jim. Be a bit aggressive with him, like harden him up a little bit. You'd first want to like tell wake him, him up at three in the morning and just start throwing throwing jabs, and then tell him the color of his eyes look beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how he's mentoring him either, but he's not doing a great job. Let's be honest. 
Well, I just feel slack to the kid. He's quite not up to it. He's two years too raw. Mm. And I look credit to Checker. You look at our team; it's a very young forward pack. He's bloody on the bench. Mm. But the Robertson. problem is, and to use your analogy, where you talk about the cricket team, it was okay to blood people in. Well, they didn't. It would have been better to blood those players in, into a winning team, and you yeah, become yeah, successful yeah. and stuff. But the problem is, you're blooding lots of new players and young players into a into a situation where you're being unsuccessful. And so, therefore, you're going, you're creating that losing habit, or you're getting used to that putting on a gold and losing at the moment, and that's not a good yeah. long-term strategy. I, I tend to agree, but I, I am genuinely excited for Jordan Ulisi, Alalatoa, uh, Robertson, Co. You're excited by Robertson? Yeah, I'm excited for them in four years. When oh, those blokes are 26, 27, I reckon they will be scrummaging very, very well. Speculation. You don't know that, man. Hyperbole. Well, considering they hold their own against most teams, dominate weak sides, and they're 22 years old, yeah, it's promising. I just don't reckon you need three of them. I reckon you've changed your tune. And I also think you've been watching the wrong scrum for a while. But did you see last night? It's against Argentina, and half the time they didn't even scrum. Let us have it. But you can't then suddenly go in four years' time, you're going to be a dominating Yeah, I'm force. excited for the yeah. for after we just spent three weeks on the trot saying it's the worst part of our game. Yeah. Look, yeah, I get it. Optimism. They're very young. Front rowers don't know their craft till they're 30. I agree. I agree that they shouldn't all be picked. They will not be here in their 30s, mate. The way I it hope runs. They are. The way it runs. I hope they are. Well, they won't be in Europe. No. Well, if they're of any, if it was good as oh, he actually, says they yeah, will, that's they're going to be true. They'll be with home. That's a tough spot to be yeah. a I, I don't rower. understand how you guys can come in here, discredit four front rowers under 23 who won a yellow card and scored a try for the scrum. That's crazy. No, I'm just, okay. just being cynical for the sake so of it. So just, uh, all I'm going to say, so the yellow card, was it the fact that the, they actually won it, okay, or was it just the fact that really poor scrummage and technique and he was hinging? I'm just asking. Uh, they, they had very poor scrum technique, absolutely, because we'd been dominant all game. So it wasn't, so, okay. You, I, I I'm not going to come on here and say suddenly the, the front three are suddenly fantastic. No, I'm not going to say they're either, but I'm saying it's exciting that they're under 23 and they can do that at an international stage. Let's if you look hope, at the front row who was on then, they're all under 23. Let's hope that by the time we get to four years' time that we still hear scrummaging. Yeah, absolutely. I'm only concerned about Robertson's progression. Everyone yeah. else I'm stoked for. Yeah. He's the only one that I have question marks. He's just unproven for me and he's just in there. Yeah, I think all of them are. This is what I'm saying. They're they're too raw to be in here. And the same thing with Hannigan. But I'm saying you can see Checker's idea, Mm -hmm. which he's preparing himself for two, three years down the track when these guys, 25, 26, 27, coming into their prime, Mm. they've had exposure. Mm. Um, I think he's had overexposure. I definitely don't disagree with that statement. But when they have a good performance, we've got to put a hand up and say they had a good performance. You're fortunate if you're a front rower because you're just guaranteed a bench spot. You know, you, you pick four. You know what I mean? So there, there's an easy position to blood in if you have the talent. True. Yeah, it's a good call. So what are we talking about other than the front row being a huge improvement, which it was obviously, and exciting times for the future. What are, what are the other things that, that excited you about yesterday's performance? Is it going to be positive? I think Hooper and McMahon in the first half were, were upstaged mm-hmm. by the Argentinian back row. Their yeah. six and eight were incredible. Yeah. Um, but in the second half, Hooper and McMahon did what they do best. <laughs> they ran a lot of metres. They worked their asses off. Um, they played really, really well because they're good at ball running. When the breakdown became less a part of the game, those two were great. Mm-hmm. Do you think that was a, a question? Do you think that was because they stepped up or the Argentinians become, became tired or a bit of both? A bit of both. 
I think I'm going to refer to what Checker said at halftime when he when he said urgency. When we played South Africa last week, we were very happy to take 30 seconds for a scrum. Mm. We are very happy to mull over a penalty decision. What are we going to do? When you take that out of the game like the All Blacks do and you just go, 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 most teams can't actually you know, adjust their defensive line to suit mm. the speed in which you bring to it. And you are in the position in which you do dictate the pace of the game when you're sure. making those decisions. So they changed that at halftime, and that's when the gap started coming up. Mm. And, you know, we just got a good enough back three. Even Kundrani's finding a bit of form, and Bill's got great vision. You just see it, and you just go it. And that's how we let, let Frog ahead. Mm. So uh, shit I, like that. No, no, I agree uh, completely. And and the backs did the back three did actually work quite well. I thought last night mm, actually. Mm, mm. Um, and that's like a team decision when you decide to play urgent. It's not just five players. No. It's like everyone needs to be like, all right, we've made a change here. Yeah. And that's we, uh, sorry. That's why I reckon Genier um, is a little bit, a little bit slow. Yeah. yeah, he's. I reckon he's good at everything. He's just a little bit slow to that breakdown. And when we step up that urgency, you need that Aaron Smith but you, style. Yeah, service. but you just something's lost if you don't go him because Phipps has that I'm urgency. Like, but like, there's no one close. There's it's, no one. It's Genier than Daylight, yeah. and I think he's good at everything. I just wish he was a little fitter or a little faster, whatever it is to get him to that breakdown. Those those quarter of a second earlier. Um, and all of a sudden, you start putting teams right on the back foot, which is what the Kiwis do so well. Mm. It's just you, a little slow. What did you think of uh, Beal, uh, particularly off returning kicks? He was obviously fielding it in a, uh, not really defending in, in a 12, which he obviously was, has been before. Do you like that or not? No, I, again, I, I don't like it. I think um, when you've got Hodge as well, who can get under the high ball and can kick, I don't know why you need to do it. Mm. Um, it seems redundant to me. And Beal had the worst kicking performance I've ever seen him have. I, I cannot... And I think it's easy to think about the second half. It, we need to remember in the first half, we couldn't get out of our own yeah. quarter. Mm-hmm. And it started was, kicking too this week. It was fucking terrible. Mm-hmm. I just he didn't play AFL, wasn't he? <laughs> I just don't understand why when we got Hale Petty or Hodge, why they aren't doing a clearing kicks. Clearly got the biggest boot. I, I don't know. I, I would never Hodge was doing it from that. a standing start. He's just maybe not in the position to do the clearance but off the back. You off. need to restructure that when you're in your own half. You should mm. be able to do a forward hit up, get Hodge into first receiver to kick the fucking leather off it. Yeah. And then if Hodge is back, not Beal, for kick returns, you've got someone with a decent boot back there. I don't understand. It's madness to me. Mm. And, and it's easy to excuse it because the mm. second half we came good. What but, did you think about, in, in long term, for Hodge and Spate? Uh, when Corabetti comes on, he, he looks dynamic and... They get him into a off a um, off a set piece. They get him into the game early. Gets over the game line quickly. Unlucky not to score at the back end there, Corabetti. Exactly. He look he, to, to me. It's only a only a short you know snippet. I appreciate that. And and Australia were going forward at that point. They were they were leading and they looked like very. And Argentina were, were struggling with tiredness and etc. But he looked more dangerous than what a Hodge and a Spate does. Is that is, yeah? Does, is he going to put threat? Is he? I thought know? Hodge has had two crackers in a row. And yeah, Hodge looks, is not threat. He's running. Yeah. I think he's running. F- fucking fast and so hard mm-hmm. I'm really happy with how Hodges going and I think you need the balance of wingers yeah. so I think Corabetti's only chance is to take Spate's spot yeah. and I'm just going off what I've seen in rugby league which is would infuriate a lot of people yeah. Corabetti does have more about him mm. but at the moment Spate hasn't had a bad game so it would it, and Corabetti didn't do enough at the Rebels to warrant being picked over him with that said, I want to see more Corabetti because I know what his maximum potential is mm. and I think it's more than Spates. Mm. It's a tough one, though. It's a tough one as a to, coach. Uh, not that you'd ever see, but it'd be interesting to put that put Corabetti on the end of a Brumbies line. 
And just so you just do that fair comparison because as you say you didn't see much of the rebels but that's not being rude to the rebels but at times they didn't get the ball out wide yeah, enough. So. yeah. and he still scored a fair few tries in an atrocious side absolutely I think the the argument against Corabetti would be that positioning for kicks yeah. that yada 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 but sure, he's been in here long enough now absolutely mate he needs to cement a starting spot or something because he's even mm. inconsistent at the Rebels yeah but against the Rebels mate yeah, but fuck, now they've got more players to pick from. Yeah, maybe next year he'll he'll have a cracking season, mm. but do we still have him? No, I'm saying because with the, uh, you know, obviously the force not in it, rest in peace, We um, the Rebels now have even more selections. Or like the Wings, like where's Chance Penny going to go? Is he under contract? Well, we don't know. That's where Twiggy Forrest comp comes into it. Like he's, honoring, he's honoring all their contracts. So none of them. Even Halo Petty said he'll play in Twiggy Forrest's comp contest. So none of them will be going to the Rebels. The only one that's signed at this stage is Daly, yeah. the prop. So we we don't know that. We don't know if the Rebels will be any better. If Twiggy Forrest has got the cash, no one comes. So in that case, the whole thing's fucking crazy because the whole point was to get more players to the other teams. He does have the cash too. Yeah, yeah. He does have the cash. So yeah. it doesn't matter. Corbett still in the back. Do you reckon we'll, this well. might lead to an, the Wallabies versus the Australian Twigs or something? I don't know. At the moment, he's in touch with the AIU about getting it recognised as a legit comp. As if they're going to fucking agree with him. Cash, mate. I know. Money talks, Colin Richard. It's a Money talks. It's a business, mate. And Twiggy speaks fluent. <laughs> he speaks fluent cash. <laughs> oh, What did you think of uh, uh, Foley's performance? We've, 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 uh, Man of the match. Got himself a Seiko watch. Yeah. Did you agree with that? Yeah, good watch. Um... You know, kicks his goals, and that's what we need most for him. I like that Kurtley Bill now has taken a bit of pressure off him. It's working, man. This setting, this center kick, this as even though they haven't both played a, like a perfect game alongside each other, mm. it's fucking working. The blueprints there. And do you think you could become a successful or world class team without having a world class kicker? Are you probably kicking all of his goals? Probably not. Probably not going to win a comp, a world cup. Oh, I that. genuinely don't. I don't reckon. I reckon the only team that could still be the best in the world. Um, and not kick their goals is New Zealand, mm-hmm. which we've seen throughout the series when Barrett has a bad day. I don't think we're good enough without that. Mm-hmm. It's a fucking problem, man. If I was Reese Hodge, he's good enough at football to be on that team. So if I was him, I'd just make myself the best kicker in the world so they couldn't not pick me. And he's got a big enough boot to do it. He just needs to... If I was him, I would never not mm-hmm. be training my kicking. Yeah. Make myself that winger goal kicker. Do you think that Bernard Foley is that guy who is kicking every, uh, is practicing every day? I don't know. Mm. Look like it last night. My concern with him is his technique sound. Kicks mm. well, not under pressure. Uh, we've been very positive so far. Very positive. Uh, my only concern is still, and it was whole game, is still at ruck time, clear outs, technique. You know, it's just, and I don't know where that stems from. I don't know how to change that because you're a professional rugby player. Like you, this has been ingrained. Your technique is ingrained in you from a kid, etc. And I, I just that, that's the thing. I don't know how to change it because their their body height is too high. Um, they're just not clearing out just well enough. I, I just don't know how to change that. I, I genuinely, I think you change it by it stems from your back row, and the problem is Hannigan's ineffective. We've yeah. been over that, and Hooper and McMahon are ball runners. Yeah. So they don't want to get in there, which means your tight five's doing a hell of a lot of work. Hell of a lot of work. Stuff. Tough. I, I, yeah, that's the problem, I think. Um, and I think in any Czech side, he likes ball-carrying forwards. Yeah. And he uses them all as second runners and 
So they're all thinking about that as opposed to their primary job, which is just fucking knocking some prick mm. out of the way. Yeah. What do we uh, do? We like uh, the um, repicking, shall we say, of Simmons as a um, over Arnold. I'm over it. I want to know who your best second rounders are, and I want them picked mm. 20, 30 tests in a row. So not not hashtag the Simmons effect anymore. No. I mean that flick pass was outstanding. <laughs> No, the, I mean, hashtag Simmons was a piss take. He's got no business being there. No, I, well, I, no, I know. <laughs> it looked like he hit himself when he came off too. Yeah, knee. Mm. Or, or looked like a tendon anyway or something like that. Rumours are selected off his uh, current signing with the Waratahs. Oh, really? He got picked. Oh, okay. Checker loves a tar, doesn't he? Yeah, he does love a tar. Bleeds blue, mate. Yeah? Yeah, bleeds uh, blue. Just... Um, you want to have a crack at Around the Grounds, the talk of the town, the word on the street. Yeah, some people tweeted in some questions. So, Jim, what are some of these questions? Some of these questions. Well, we'll start from the top and we'll go down, huh? Uh, uh, Richard, you have If Bill gets injured, who is his replacement, asks Jason Miller. My answer, Jason, uh, we're fucked if Bill goes down. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. You didn't have to change your game plan because I think Karevi is the person that comes in and then you have a Karevi and Karanjani send and punish it, which I've never been a fan of. Uh, we'll tinker. We'll throw Hodge in there for the test. We'll throw fucking DHP in there for a test. You will we'll throw it around. DHP. None of them will be center. successful. Mate, we could do anything at this stage. Right, okay. My thing is... Hannigan oh, 6, don't forget that. Oh, sorry. Yeah. I'd love to see Kravi get more game time. He's been crucified for his disgusting defensive performance in the first game. Rightly so. And mm. you, you've done him a good, good service there by saying it like that. Yeah. It's been horrific. His defense has been... But him ball in hand... He's so good. Yeah, he, he definitely so scored that good. fucking try. He was as the well. best Australian in the Super Rugby. Oh, game. Richard, what's that face? He's not buying it. It's is a he? different. I know. You, I can read you now, mate. <laughs> I'd love to You're see more. You're a picture Karevi. book. I want to see more Karevi. Whether it's just more minutes, Richard. What do you think? Yeah, man, it's international rugby. He has to be able to tackle, and he has to be <laughs> able to actually read yeah, what's he, going on in front of him. He, he wasn't just atrocious in Super Rugby. It was just one game. That's because it's Super Rugby. But it's hard to burn someone off one game against that all-black side. Look what he did to the Bockies yesterday. I don't think they're just going to throw Jesse Creel out. His defensive reads were just as bad. Maybe they should. They probably should. Yeah. <laughs> Next. The question of Mac Mason is he's playing well in the NRC, some have observed. Um, probably yeah. deserving of a call-up. Let him play a couple of Super Rugby seasons consistently yeah. first. He needs to make that transition. I, I agree. I, he is playing well in the NRC, and he had big, big raps on him, and he was the one the Storm wanted in the league. We know he's got a lot of talent, but he needs some time, man. He yeah. shouldn't be in a fucking... He shouldn't be near a wide but, but, I mean, we talk this fucking shit about we can't have five teams. Mate, he's trying to get into the tar outfit. You're the type of dude who needs to go over to, the per- over to Perth. Stop playing Peter Grant at 10. Earn your stripes, champ. Yeah, just that th- shit. that's where rugby, yeah, just, we've got it wrong. Well, that's what the problem is, though. What's the problem with from him, New South Wales. What's the problem with him going down to the Rebels? Yeah. I mean, they've got a mortgage on fucking Harold Bishop. Yeah, but at least yeah. then go and play Genia and, and, uh, and Mac Mason together. Start something. Yeah. yeah. Good to see Genia last central night saluting the Rebels as well after he scored. <laughs> loves it down there. Hasn't played a game from yet, but fuck, he loves them. His heart's where it Word be. on the street, Jim, it might be a sign for his daughter. Oh, is it his yeah, daughter? I think it's the Rebels. It's though. definitely the Rebels. Yeah. I won't buy that shit. That's fucking propaganda. Mm. Um, mm. Next question. Thoughts on the Twiggy comp, guys? It'd be interesting what happens. I, I'm going to be honest. I don't know enough about it to say, to really, to give a true, honest opinion, if I'm being totally honest. I feel exactly the same way. My, my problem is... 
cards on the table. I love the force. They shouldn't be gone. They've got a lot of spirit. They've done so much for rugby in Perth and in Australia. Um, they shouldn't be gone. Be that as it may, we needed to lose a team. Twiggy's comp is the worst case scenario for me. It means we've lost the force and we don't get any of the benefits of losing a team. It's, it seems insane. In a time when we suck, diluting our talent's crazy. But money talks, unfortunately. Mm. Yeah. And Twiggy, he speaks fluent. He does speak fluent. Well, look, uh, I'm, of the, I'm of the belief, and look, I agree with what you're saying, and I respect your opinion. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Thanks, you, James. You, what, what? But I, oh, the, the whole like uh, theory and popular mindset that competition could make makes things the best that they could possibly be you know competitive spots in a team competitive squads capitalists <laughs> having a rival competition is going to create competition how successful was and it you can then maybe prosper i just somewhere around the 23rd 24th consecutive loss to a kiwi outfit i stopped i started believing something needed to burn something My needed thing was to seriously team. go wrong and this is my prayers have been answered no, yeah, I, I, I just think you're right. I don't know how his comp is any better than the NRC Mate, give, in give, terms of level of talent. I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask you to give it a chance here. I will, and give I don't even know chance. what it looks like. So I don't even know what it looks like. Maybe in four years' time, when those props are scrummaging in their hearts out, fuck yeah, maybe, maybe they'll be in Twiggy's comp. Yeah, Twiggy will get some Northern Hemisphere players down here and strengthen our stock. I don't, I don't know stock. if he's got that type of money. strengthen our stock, mate. Maybe. I don't know. What Mate, as long like. as the world needs iron ore, we'll have good props in this country. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. So, fuck climate change. <laughs> That's the gist. It's all linked. Oh, Richard, you got anything to throw in? That was Mr. Raxworthy's We All Need Iron Ore. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. I don't think. Is there any other questions? Uh, yeah, the where to from here with Australian rugby. I guess it's kind of the similar. Yeah, we don't know. We don't no. know what we don't know what this looks like. What this thing looks like. What I'd like is bringing it back together, consolidating. And do you know what? You might go on a, uh, a on a on a tour when you when you tour up north. You might come home and you might have won every game, and then everything's rosy, no? Yeah, I still think we need some sort of centralisation and organisation. There needs to be a bit of a love in. There's so much hate. Um, there needs to not be civil wars. Um, we need to look at actually building the NRC so they get more than six blokes to a game. Mm. We need to centralise teams so guys are playing in their Super Rugby positions and their Wallaby whoa, whoa, whoa. positions. That, that's, that's, that's out there. That, that, you expect them to play in their positions? Strength and conditioning needs to be programmed across the two. Um, things need to be much more organised. There needs to be a clear pathway from schoolboys into some sort of professional career mm. so they don't just all end up in rugby league. There's a lot that needs to happen. Um, but it, I think there needs to be a love in first. Mm. Mm. Next question: Is Simmons best the best second rower ever? And Obviously. Trip Dempsey started six. Simmons is clearly the best second rower ever. See that flick pass? The stats, the stats don't lie to that. No, they stats do not lie. Mm. Hashtag the Simmons effect. Uh, and look, Dempsey's better than Hannigan. He's played well off the bench. I don't think he deserves a wallaby. That's what I because a lot of people. Yeah, no, I agree. How long can we put up with Hannigan? And who else is there? We've discussed that. What nines do we have when Phipps and Genia hang up the blades? Absolutely none. Powell? Gordon? Yeah, there's potential, but none of them are wallaby right. Powell and Hannigan need to be on the same fucking diet routine. Whatever it is. Is mum mentoring Powell too? I heard he was. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> no, I heard he was. I haven't heard that. He's, he's de- he definitely is a motherly figure, isn't he, no, old Dean? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I think, yeah, I think there's scope. Any of those bikes are 12 months off. Dude, Gordon. 
12 months off. I just said Gordon. Yeah, 12 months oh, off. Oh, sorry. Okay. Lawrence? There's yeah, 12, 12 months off. There's all talent of, there. All of them. Yeah, there's, there's talent. talent. But at the moment, there's daylight to those folks playing international. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah, you got to be careful. You might get Frisbee back. We don't. We won't. <laughs> Poor Reds. You just don't know. <laughs> How much do they hate signing that contract? Oh. Mate, well, it's been a better week this week with rugby. I'm pretty happy with yeah, the I really, I really enjoyed last night. All right, let's project into two weeks' time. What do you boys think? Australia v... Um, Springboks, yeah. Mate, it's really hard. Last one, fucking very hard last one. one was the draw, and how inconsistent are both of these teams? Yeah. And and the problem with Australia is every week they do one thing right, they do something else wrong. So you don't even know what they're going to excel at. I'm going Springboks. Springboks just had an awful game. So who knows? So at the end of that little monologue, have you said who's going to win? I no. really, I really don't know. There's so many. How about you boys? You got oh, the Buckies? Springboks somewhere between your polishing of a stone. I threw in spring bucks. <laughs> Richard? Yeah, I'm going for the Bockies. I've got Australia by 12. I can we a blitz them. You don't do the blitz. Okay. Yeah. Is can't. it on the high belt? No, it's in Bloemfontein. Yeah, we got this. Bloemfontein. Worry. Honestly, yeah, that, that's that's a big deal because the goal kicking comes out of it a fair bit. Mm. Okay. Yeah, Australia by mm. plenty. I just reckon that 57 hold to naught, mate. Oh, my God. They're going to kick the first penalty goal. You know, like just to... Yep. As soon as they do... Yep. That mate, they're gonna blink and be down fourteen love. Fourteen love. Not know it hit him. I uh, check has suggested he's changing the back three for the game. Um, You're gonna be fielding a lot of high balls because oh, yeah. Springboks will not let that happen again. No. And where did we struggle last night against tactical kicking, and at the breakdown. Mm-hmm. So if they can smash those two, yeah, that's when your two bets look right. But surely Czech's gonna do his homework. Have the right guys back under the high balls. Get a fucking decent tactical kicking game. I'm not convinced. I'm sorry. I love your... I bleed, girl, Positivity. Dick. Come on. And we all know where the second game's going to go. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No question. See, I've actually... Don't sit there and say, you've actually got a feeling Argentina are going to win. Uh, New Zealand by whatever, however. <sighs> Lucky it's in Argentina, eh? The week after that's going to be real ugly. Mmm. Mmm. No, they already played New Zealand, didn't they? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I thought you meant you playing them. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Don't worry about that. No, they versus um, the Springboks. Yes, the Bockies Kiwi the game. The one that oh, follows. Yeah. Mm. And that's an interesting game at home. That's why South Africa winning this. Oh, no, they're definitely going to beat us. Yeah. Did you see it happening? Yeah. Awesome. Well, thanks a lot. Mm. Uh, rugby Championship, man. It's in its final two rounds. Got to go quick. Goes yeah. quick, doesn't it? Yeah. She be going quick. She does go quick. So thanks for writing in the questions and... And all that jazz. Yeah, follow us on Twitter. Jim, what's our hashtag? What's our handle on Twitter? Rugby underscore podcast, Richie. Can I get a uh, nod of... Uh, rugby underscore podcast. Underscore podcast. Yes. That's it. Please follow us there. That's where we do most of our communication. 536 followers now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mate, we are. Mate, we should start our own comp. Yeah. What do you reckon? I reckon. Make all those 536 financial members. Oh, yeah. We'll get some good props down here. <laughs> See you, boys. Yeah.